It is Sunday, January 8th, 2012. This is U62 The Targ. Let's start now. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're recapping the World Juniors, we're building monuments, and we're talking about Black Burgers. It's episode 5.07, Overtired. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. You 62 the tar. you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. You were this close to not getting an episode this week. You probably know how it is. You come home from a long, hard day at work. You just flop down on the couch, and you're all like, there's nothing going to remove me from this couch. You know, I was feeling that way a couple of days ago, so I pulled my BlackBerry out of my pocket and wrote on Facebook, someone can have all of my Star Wars figures if you come down to my house right now and bring me a pizza so I don't have to get off the couch and cook. Sadly, no one brought me a pizza. So the upside is, I get to keep all my Star Wars guys. So you're probably wondering, Mark, what are you doing so worn out? What were you doing that got you so tired? Well, I've been watching a lot of hockey. I know you're probably thinking, Mark, what are you doing watching a lot of hockey? You're not a sports guy. Well, you know, it all comes with a job, right? You got to start watching a lot more sports so that way you can properly cheer for the home team on the air. So yeah, every year I say, I'm going to watch more sports so I can be better at my job. And this time, the more sports I was watching just happened to be the World Juniors. Well, I guess I should refer to it by its proper name, the IIHF World Under-20 Championship. You know, this is the uh, big hockey tournament every year for uh, the major junior leagues and yeah it's become a huge deal and of course uh, Team Canada as always a little bit disappointing this year Team Canada is only going home with the bronze you know this is like the first time in 12 years they didn't make it to the gold medal game and first time in like two years that they didn't win the gold medal no we're going home with the bronze you know who did win the gold medal though Sweden and all I can say is good for Sweden because you know they haven't won the gold medal in this thing in 31 years so come on yay Sweden you worked hard and you know what I, I'm not gonna lie from what little I know about hockey I kind of like team Sweden's jersey you know the plain yellow with the three blue crowns on it that's a cool jersey not to take away from our own team Canada you know I'm just admiring their jersey uh, but yeah you know a couple of years ago I uh, started accusing the uh, World Juniors of being, you know, a made-for-TV event, because I'm going to be truthful with you. I heard nothing about this event until about five or six years ago or so when TSN got Prime Minister Harper to be their spokesperson for all of their ads for the games, and that's the first time I heard of it. I was like, World Juniors? What the heck is this? What do you mean Canadian tradition? I've never heard of it. So I talked to more of my hockey-loving friends, and they're all like, oh yeah, this is a big deal. So just at Wikipedia here, looking at the history, you know, lots of people had the same attitude I did. Never heard of it. Didn't know what the hell it 
was until the 1987 tournament. There was this thing called the Punch-Up in Piestani. I hope I'm uh, pronouncing that right, because the tournament was held in Piestani, Czechoslovakia. And Canada and the USSR, they had a massive bench clearing brawl. The entire benches out on the ice, slugging it out for 20 minutes straight. The only way they could stop the fight was to turn off all the lights in the arena. It was insane. Well, it got a lot of coverage because of that, and a lot more Canadians started watching because of that, uh, because, hey, look at them fighting those Ruskies standing up for our country, and so, yep, uh, here, where's the statistic? At the uh, 1987 games where uh, the uh, big brawl went out, uh, Canada only sent one reporter to cover it. The next year, 1988, they sent 20 reporters to cover it. Yeah, that's when Canadians started taking notice of it, and that's when it became a thing. And now it's one of the biggest hockey tournaments ever in Canada thing is friggin' huge, you know. I think uh, Edmonton and Calgary were the host cities this year. They're making like $100 million off it. Just crazy. So yeah, that's my experience with the World Juniors. Let's go to some light and frothy music now, shall we? Here's Selena Gomez on the Targ. It's been said and done Every beautiful thought's been already sung And I guess right now here's another one So your melody will play on and on With the best of all, you are beautiful Like a dream come alive, incredible A centerfold miracle, lyrical You saved my life again And I want you to know, baby I, I love you like a love song, baby 
Gomez, Love You Like a Love Song here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is still here with you, and you know me, I love my pop culture, especially all the kitschy, cheesy kind of stuff. So when I read that someone wants to build a monument to pop culture, my, I just smile with glee. Uh, so, I'm sure you're all familiar with the classic Canadian sketch comedy show, SCTV, uh, the show that gave us Bob and Doug McKenzie and Ed Grimley and the Schmingy brothers and so many other classic characters, launched the careers of John Candy, Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, Joe Flaherty, uh, that guy who plays the dad in all the American Pie movies, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, all got their starts on SCTV. Well, for the heyday of SCTV, the show was filmed in Edmonton. Yeah. In fact, uh, when I went to Augustana, I had a drama professor who used to brag that he was on the crew for SCTV. So because SCTV was made in Edmonton for what many argue were its best seasons, there is now this movement in Edmonton to build a monument to SCTV. Yeah, it's being spearheaded by uh, this outfit called Avenue Magazine, and they're like, we got to do something to recognize that this pop culture institution was made in Edmonton. So they've got the petition going around Edmonton right now for Edmonton City Council, and you know what? I'm completely behind this. But the big question is, what should the monument be? What would be a fitting tribute to SCTV? You know what my idea is? You gotta build statues of Bob and Doug McKenzie. And you sit them down at a picnic table with their Coleman stove and a couple of bottles of Molson, just like they had on their old set, and you put that in one of Edmonton's parks. So that way you can sit down and have a beer with Bob and Doug McKenzie. That's my idea. So yeah, it's just uh, something neat, and I hope it comes to fruition, because... Yeah, I think it's awesome. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, the Tar. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock, cock, you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock, cock, you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock. Word on the street, you got something to show me, me, magical, colorful, Mr.
God, that is such a horrible song. Katy Perry with Peacock here on U62 The Targ. I don't know what's more horrible, that song or the fact that I bought her album. Ah, Mark Cap is still here with ya. And you know, it's getting to be about supper time. I got the grumblies in my tumblies, as old Winnie the Pooh would say. And this came across my desk the other day. I just gotta share this with ya. As we all know, uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, is about to return to theaters all digitally remastered in 3D and everything like that. And a European fast food chain, of course, they're having the promotional tie-in for this. Uh, to tie in with the 3D re-release of Star Wars, they are coming up with two burgers. They have the Jedi Burger and the Darth Vader Burger. What's making headlines is the Darth Vader burger is in order to uh, capture Darth Vader's trademark darkness and being on the dark side and all that. The bun for this burger is soaked in black food coloring and the bun is jet black. Yes, it's a hamburger on a jet black bun. So the question is, do you want to eat something that's pure black? I mean, I'm looking at the picture right now. This thing does look like it has gone bad. But no, they promise us it's not bad. It's just all the black food coloring in it. And you know what? Before I commit to trying it, I'm going to have to ask, what's on it? It does look like a double cheeseburger of some kind, but they don't get into the ingredients. So that's the question of the day. Would you eat a black cheeseburger? And I probably would. As soon as I see the documentation that it's black because of food coloring and not because you have such a crappy, crappy kitchen. And you know what? I'm about all rambled out for this one, so I think I will bring things to an end. I am Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. It was a good ride while it lasted. Come on, kids. Let's go home. We are home. That was fast.